Welcome back to another episode of Just a Bet Outside. It is the NFL Divisional Round. That's right. We are jacked up and we have a new guest. But before we get into that, please hit like and subscribe. We are almost at 500 subscribers, which is freaking awesome. And we are close to 10,000 followers on TikTok. Thank you to all of you. We appreciate it. Uh, we went 8-5 and five last, last week, up 3.8 units, which is pretty nice, thanks to Ryan's hot weekend he had. So, uh, yeah, with that, we're going to have a guest every week. And this week, we got Mr. Brian here. Brian, what's going on? You ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. That's right. He is a, he is a football and sports nut, pretty much, just like us. And he goes way back because he's way older than us, too. So, um, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. But we're going to dive in and preview each game and give out best bets, and we'll get some winners. So so let's get ready to go. Ryan, you ready to? Absolutely. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. We are up uh, 17.91 units, season and playoffs right now. Get close to that 20 mark, I want it. So <laughs> let's dive in. Jaguars at Chiefs. Chiefs minus 8.5. That's a big number in the playoffs. Over under a 53 Ryan, I'm going to kick it to you. What do you think about this game? You said Ryan or Brian? Ryan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's Those names are so close. In real life, outside of this, I get confused all the time. I'm like, with an R, guys. Come on. I have other R. nicknames I can call you, but I no, won't No, we're do good. It, so. Let's stay here. Yeah. Uh, this game, I mean, Patrick Mahomes with some rest. Travis Kelsey, the Jaguars, kind of like last week, really struggle against tight ends. So I'm looking for Travis Kelsey to have an absolute heyday. Two touchdowns, 150 yards, something along those lines. I mean, they couldn't stop Everett, and they knew it was coming, and Kelsey's just that much better. I'm curious to see what a bounce-back game, not necessarily a bounce-back game for Trevor Lawrence, but continue what he did off of the, the miracle comeback, kind of how that then this, this game's going to look like. So those are all my concerns, kind of like, oh, boy, what's going to happen? I, I think it's going to be lower scoring than what people are thinking and predicting. Uh, if I was going to go anything in this game, it's not an official bet or nothing. I would go the under, but it is hard for me to pick any bets for this game just because I'm not sure what's going to quite happen off of a buy off a crazy comeback. So staying away betting wise, but I'd lean under or uh, maybe a player prop that we'll save for later. <laughs> okay. Well, last meeting was 27, 17 chiefs. They were also minus three in turnovers and still beat this team by 10. And I know that's a while ago and it doesn't yeah. matter, but they had 486 yards to the Jags 240. Um, the temperatures in this game are going to be in the thirties should be just cold, no wind, no rain, nothing like that. But uh, I mean, matchup wise, it just seems like a nightmare for the Jaguars. What, what do you think, Brian, what's going on in this game? I mean, I know that they sort of blew them out early in the year, but this is a whole new Jags team and they've been revitalized. And I don't know if it's Trevor Lawrence hitting the waffle house after each game, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think they, I think they've got something going. I don't expect the, the Jags to win, but I think they're going to keep it close uh, for a majority of the game with probably the chiefs pulling out, just like Ryan said, with, with some Kelsey magic towards the end. And further the chiefs today announced that, the halftime performance is Lil John. And are you serious? <laughs> the last time Lil John played at a halftime, uh, had to have a halftime performance for the Chiefs was in 2016 when they played the Texans in the divisional round and they blew the Texans out 30 to nothing. So 
Wow. Guys, you do not get this kind of information or no. stats anywhere else except for this podcast. That is yeah. unreal. So are we looking at 30-0 then? I mean, that's just I mean, kinda... the Texans, AFC South team, Jacksonville, wow. AFC South team. That's true. To that's the windows true. to the walls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is good. Uh, it, it, do most teams have – like guys that should be performing at the Super Bowl perform for divisional round games. That seems like a huge halftime show for a second round of the playoffs. But well, the uh, yeah, it is the you know the Seahawks are you know of course out, but they they are one to know with Macklemore during divisional rounds. So True. Uh, True. yep. So I yeah just for, just for the little John effect, I think the the uh, the Chiefs are going to cover at eight and a half and. Uh, I mean, that yeah. makes complete sense. Why? I mean, yeah. Little John, that's the only thing I didn't put in my notes was the Little John effect that the Chiefs got going on. But yep. if you actually look at the football part of it, the Jags are a bottom five pass defense. I mean, it's just – and you're playing Mahomes in this offense. I just don't know how they're going to stop them at all. Um, I, I just think the Chiefs are 7-1 and at home. The, the only thing that scares me about the 8.5 is the Chiefs are not known to be good at covering spreads. They kind of take their foot off the gas pedal. I don't know if after watching the Jags come back from down 27, if the Chiefs are always going to be like, hey, you know what, we we got to keep our foot on the gas pedal, uh, never quit. But the, right now, the Chiefs are the fourth worst team against the spread in this this season. They're 6-10-1. So covering big spreads like this is tough. But uh, I just don't uh, – I mean, wh- it, what is their chances, the Jags? Like, what do they have to do to even have a chance to win this game? Because I don't see it personally. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to – they're going to have to hit, hit, uh, boy. Yeah. I don't see it either. I mean, yeah, I, exactly. I just think that the bye week with, and the Jags have just got to be spent after that game. And I'm not sure what, what records are after a game like that, but I'm, I'm assuming that going against the number one seed, it's probably, probably not a positive. No, no. Ryan, you think that you give them any chance at all? Cause you know, maybe ETN running the ball. No, ETN running the, the ball. Uh, another thing, the Jags do a good job at stopping running backs out of the backfield from catching the ball. So that kind of hurts McKinnick and some of the chiefs offense. I mean, they held Eckler pretty good. So that helps the Jaguars there. I'm thinking they got to get it done with some turnovers and controlling the uh, game with ETN and they're running a game against the chiefs. And, you know, just making it ugly, try and keep the Chiefs offense off the field. But that's going to be hard to do because, yeah, you're right. The Jaguars can't cover wide receivers and tight ends out of with the no. Chiefs against the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. That's all cute to say, but I don't think the Chiefs punter needs to suit up. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I just don't think he's going to be needed. Um, here's the only chance the Jags have. Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday in his entire life. We talked about it last week, and he was down 27 and a half time. And then he realized, oh, crap, that's right. Today's Saturday. And they came back and won. He doesn't do it. So can that actually change? For the, can, Just imagine going your entire life, never losing sporting events since high school on a Saturday. That's just freaking curious to me. But, uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, this Chiefs team, what Mahomes has done with Juju Smith and, and McKinnon and Kelsey, he kind of makes guys that are just kind of so-so on other teams, and he kind of turns them into studs again. Uh, I just don't see any way the Jakes stay on top. What do you? What do we got for best bet, Ryan? You don't have a best bet for this game. I do. Nope. I stayed away, just kind of with all the stuff. So I stayed away for the best bets for this one. Lean all right, Brian. Under. Yep. Lean under, Brian. What do you got for this game? Going with the little John effect. Chiefs minus eight and a half. Chiefs minus eight and a half in the route, huh? Um, 
Are you going? Is there like a little John over under six minutes performance or anything like? That? Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't have that in, in FanDuel, uh, unfortunately. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'm with Ryan. I lean under, but uh, my best bet for this game is the first leg of a two-team teaser. That's right. I'm bringing the teaser back, baby. <laughs> Chiefs minus two and a half. So the spread's eight and a half, like I mentioned all the time on these teasers. If you're new to them, you take six points in your favor, take it down to two and a half, and you pair it with another team for minus 120 odds. So Chiefs just have to win by a field goal. I probably don't even need it. But now I don't have to worry about any backdoor touchdowns or anything at the end of the game. So Chiefs minus two and a half first leg of the teaser is my best bet. Let's go to game number two. We're going to have some stuff to talk about in this game. I have a, I have a <laughs> Giants, Eagles. Eagles minus seven and a half over under 48. 70% of the public is on the Giants in this game. Uh, it's a divisional matchup. Uh, Eagles swept the series. I really, whenever I talk about this matchup, Second game they played in Week 18, meaning, uh, barely any starters played or anything like that. It's going to be 40 degrees and sunny. I checked the weather report. Don't worry. Uh, so it should be pretty nice. But uh, the one game they played where they were all together, I mean, when they actually all cared, is 48-22 Eagles. Brian, I'm going to go to you first and let you get all your crap that you want to say about the Giants over with. But uh, what do you think about this game? Why, why do the Giants have a chance? Well, I mean, the Giants have a chance because two weeks ago they rested a majority of their starters and watched the Eagles try to win. I mean, they had to they had to have that win in order to get the number one seed. And so they've had some time to sort of scout them out. And I know this didn't apply last week, but it is tough to beat a divisional opponent three times in the same season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And since it happened last week, I, I mean, that if you're relying on anything, it would be shocking if it happened twice in back-to-back weeks. So, so that's, that, so you, that's the, is that, that the only reason, or do you actually think they have turned a corner a little bit as Giants offense? Well, yeah. I mean, Danny Dimes has been just that. And Saquon. Can we stop with that name? Why in the <laughs> world? Where did he get Danny Dimes? Okay, he's not that good of a quarterback to be called Danny Dimes. I want to know where that came from. Do you know? Chance? Well, well, Dimes not very much, so maybe it's not because he's any good. It's just you know, yeah, like Danny maybe. Porter or Danny ten dollar bill. Like it's <laughs> Dimes. Dimes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. They, you know, Ryan. Listen, you have you bet the. Un- Let's just refresh everybody's memory again. Ryan in preseason uh, podcast bet the Giants under five and a half wins, I believe. Um, so I just want to make sure I point that out. And all year you've been saying they're a little overrated. Are you now riding the Giants bandwagon a little bit, or how, what do you feel about this one? I don't like jumping on bandwagons. That's not my thing, but I might have to with this Giants team. Uh, I don't think it's really jumping on the Giants bandwagon. Unfortunately, I might be jumping off the Eagles bandwagon. Um, they're really Why? struggling down. Whoa, you just trying to interrupt me there? Why? I'm talking. Why well, was talking? Reason why they've had injuries down the stretch, which hurts their roster and things like that. They struggle against the run. That's what the Giants do well here. They really, really struggle against running quarterbacks. And Daniel Jones and that offense, no, just hey, let's just turn around and let Daniel Jones, because you don't want me to call him Danny Dimes, just to run the football. There's no reason to not get him hurt right now. I mean, potentially last game. So run him. Uh, I think they're like 31st against uh, running quarterbacks, the Eagles are. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I don't know if he's healthy. That's another reason to make me go, uh, I got the Eagles. I want them to go to the championship game, be in the Super Bowl. That's what I predicted. But they're just not playing great football. 
quarterback, her injuries, things like that. Ah, uh, it's a struggle. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I almost took the money line here, but I couldn't go that far. So I don't know. You're you're I looking like you're wanting to disagree. I'll let you talk you, now. I'll let you are go. You, are you idiots done? Seriously, like. How in the world do you see any possible way the Giants win? Listen to me. I've mentioned this before. They played the Vikings last week. The Vikings are the worst defense, one of the bottom five worst defenses I've seen in my entire life. I mean, they're horrendous. If you take away those two games, Daniel Jones has only thrown for more than 200 yards four times this season. 200, not 300. No, I'm not done. You're done. You're No, stop. They're three and six in their last nine games, the Giants. Do you want to know who those three wins are? The Texans against Davis Mills, the Commanders against Taylor Heineke, and the Colts versus Nick Foles. Hey, congratulations. You beat three absolute shit teams. I don't understand why all the Giants love because they beat a Vikings team that I told you is overrated. They had a negative point differential all season long. They are a fraudulent team. That's the only team Daniel Jones and this Giants team has played well against lately. I don't understand. The one time they played him early on, the Eagles had 48. The only thing that worries me is Jalen Hurts. If he is not healthy and does not run the ball very well or throw it very well because his shoulder, he's protecting it. That is the only thing that worries me. I don't understand all this love for the Giants, and I need someone to prove me otherwise because I just – I really don't get it. The Eagles still have the better offensive line. They still have weapons at receivers. The Giants receivers are not going to be open like last week. They're playing one of the top pass defenses in the league, Darius Slate corner. Please, some one of you two, please explain to me why all of a sudden the Giants are supposed to be good and have a chance to win this. Brian, I'll let you bash him. Go for it, Brian. The Eagles are going to be completely one-dimensional in this game. Jalen is still hurt. He's thrown 35 passes in the last month. He hasn't thrown a touchdown since the beginning of December. So he's resting. So this is, this is going to be absolutely one-dimensional. Jalen running, hand the ball off. That's it. So it doesn't matter if the receivers are good or not. They're not getting the ball. Do you know why that doesn't matter much? Because Miles Sanders had 17 carries for 144 against the Giants. They'll just run all over their ass. It doesn't even matter. Um, so you think the reason is because Jalen is hurt. That's why. So if Jalen was healthy, you don't. You think it's Eagles all day. Is that right? I, still, I mean, I still think the Eagles are going to win this game. I'm just... Oh. I'm arguing that it's not going to be the blowout that you think it's going to be. And that Ryan is correct. The Eagles have looked like crap. I mean, they just have. And that's even taking away the two starts that Gardner Minshew made, which hurts my feelings because I love him. But yeah, whatever. You're, you're the, coog. In the week 18, they won pretty convincingly, but not scoreboard wise. It was pretty Ryan, They didn't try either. They backups. Need- they needed to win, but the Eagles were doing a vanilla offense. Jalen Hurts never ran. They knew they could just win and get out. Come on. Stop with that crap Still with football. the Week 18. Whatever. Anyway, so you guys are obviously wrong, if you guys can't tell from that argument. Uh, I, I just – I really don't understand. The only thing that worries me is Daniel Jones – by the way, last game he had 17 carries, Daniel Jones, to Saquon's nine. I don't even understand it. Um, I, I don't know how you can have Saquon Barkley and run it nine times. So I worry that Saquon's either worn down or something's wrong with him because that made no sense. Or maybe they just passed the ball so well. But uh, if you're watching Daniel Jones, we were talking about it last week. He would run it like three times in a row and they'd call like another quarterback run. He just looked absolutely exhausted. I think they should take some pressure off him. But that is the only thing that worries me is that and Jalen Hurts' health. But I don't see this being uh, much of a game in my opinion. 
but uh, you know, you guys never really argued the fact that their only three wins are against terrible offenses. Is there you any play, other? You play the schedule that's put in front of you. Yeah. What about the other six that were good teams and they lost? That is they've the got, schedule. In front they've of. gotten better at the end of the year. They figured it out a little well, bit. And at the at the beginning of the year, they were winning too. They had a bad stretch in the middle and then figured it out. You wow. You guys Barkley completely... was kind of hurt those middle games. Barkley's back and healthy. You know what? You guys are falling into the crappy team, crappy defense that they played last week and thinking that they're really good. You really are. No. That's okay, though. No, that's okay. I didn't say, I didn't say Danny Dimes was going to go there lighting it up with his arm. I didn't say that at all. Not okay. once. I said he was going to run it. Okay. That's fine. No, I can see that. If he runs it for 100 yards, they got a chance. Yeah. I agree. It, I don't but think I it's going to be this. high scoring like the Vikings and Giants game at all. It's going to be, you know, don't turn the ball over, which he's done, and run the football. Leaving under 48 where you're leaning? I, I you think had to. I would, yeah, I would lean under 48. It's not a best bet yeah. of mine, but I'd lean under 48. Yeah. Oh, I got to get Brian's opinion real quick before we get our best bets on this game. Uh, Brian Dable, the coach of this team, it yeah. made us think like, how important is a head coach and scheme like for a quarterback? Like some quarterbacks, we say, oh, they suck, but they might just be in a terrible system. Look what Daniel Jones has done this year. Not turning the ball over, playing much better. I mean, is head coach and scheme like as big as anything out of any sport in football? I think so. There's a quarterback that uh, recently left a Pacific Northwest team that went to uh, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> that was probably considered one of the five worst quarterbacks in the league this year. So yes, we got him in the podcast again. We almost had one off. <laughs> awesome. I think you that's where I think that's where you're leading me. And, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> and coincidentally, there was another quarterback that uh, has been a, a career backup that all of a sudden is a pro bowler that plays in the Pacific mm -hmm. Northwest. So, yes. Correct. I totally agree with you. Correct. So you think Russell is not that terrible of a quarterback. It's just he went to a crappy team to coach. Is or is he a really terrible – is he a crappy quarterback with a great coach? Ooh. Classic. Okay, we'll have a whole Russell Wilson podcast, even though every episode seems to be that. Um, yeah, no, so you think in football it matters more than any other sport? Because I don't think basketball matters that much. And baseball, I mean, yeah, it's it's all football to me. Yeah, um, I totally agree. Yep. Okay, so uh, Ryan, you got a best bet in this game? I do, absolutely. I'm taking the Giants plus 7.5 at minus 110. I've given you the reasons why. Numbers back it up. I'm going with it. Lock that one in. Okay. Brian, what do you got? All right. I've got a player prop. Oh, God. Let's <laughs> – no, we're ready for this. <laughs> so the Eagles have a running back who's not the starter. He's not even the second – or the backup. He's the third backup. <laughs> His name is Boston Scott. He has scored 17 touchdowns in his entire career. Ten of them against the Giants. That's <laughs> In fact, every game he's played against the Giants, he scored a touchdown. Or at least in the last, I guess, few years. Ten. Wow. Give me, Give me Boston Scott scoring a touchdown. What is that? Plus 360? Yeah, I think so. Anytime touchdown. Not the first touchdown. Anytime. Anytime touchdown. Boston Any Scott. Yep, he had one touchdown in each game this year, including Week 18. How about that? He is the, huh, he is the giant killer. 
the That's giant impressive. killer, Boston Scott. Um, he doesn't. He just needs it by the goal line. It doesn't matter if he has three carries, two, or he just yeah. needs one carry for a touchdown. That's it. That's that it. It's freaking hilarious. I don't think is he have something against New York or why do they always give him goal line carries? <laughs> What's happening? It's just the thing. Something to think about if you want to do a Miles Sanders anytime touchdown. Might not be a great idea because one of them will be taken by Boston Scott. <laughs> That's yep. a lock. That's a guarantee. Guarantee. Um, my uh, my best bet on this game. Actually, I have two. Uh, the second leg of the teaser. Eagles from seven and a half down to one. Do I need it? No. But why stress out? I'd rather watch football and not stress out as much. So that makes my two-team teaser. Chiefs minus two and a half. Eagles minus one and a half. Put those together for minus 120. The easiest win you may ever have. Second bet. I have another best bet on this game. This is an Eagles double result. I don't think we've done this on the podcast before. This is for the Eagles to win. They have to be ahead at halftime and have to be ahead at the end of the game. So they have to win both halves. You put it together, and that is some sort of odds that I don't exactly know. I think it's plus 130 I had. I don't have it written down. We'll see on the best bets recap, but I think it's plus 130 for Eagles double result. This is the number one first half offense in the league. They come out hot. They will be up at halftime, and they will definitely be up at the end of the game. You put those two together, I mean, that just seems easy. You could bet the money line, but the odds are terrible. Why not just bet them to win the first half and the full game? So those are my best bets. I know you two are thinking, holy crap, this guy has found some gems. Yep, it's true. I did. Those are my best bets. Anything else uh, to, to wrap this game up? You guys got anything to add about the Giants and getting blown out? I don't. That, that no. comment was ridiculous, but I don't. Okay. You guys can side with the public. Uh, will Saquon get any carries this game? That is the question. Um, okay. Bet number three. Just a reminder, we are going live for this Bengals-Bills game. So me and Ryan are not going to give out any best bets. I have a, I have one that I really want to, but save it for when we go live. Um, I believe Brian has a best bet on it, though, and it's an interesting one. So uh, <laughs> Bengals have Bills. Bills minus five, over under 48 and a half. Ryan, are we ready for this? How many times have you heard this? 70 to 80% chance of snow. But no, listen, listen, but it's only going to be like an inch or two. So it's not going to affect a lot. I just wanted to point that out. I know I said there's going to be a snowstorm one game and we turn the TV on and the grass is green and my under loses pretty easily. I do remember that. That's right. So um, this is a rematch of obviously canceled game. Uh, We all know what happened there. Uh, I believe this game should be at a neutral site, not in the stadium that is right behind us that you see right now. But uh, it's not. So you got to deal with it and suck it up if you're the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are struggling right now on offense. They only had like 234 yards last week. So even though Brian's about to tell you why the Bengals are really good, um, they have lost three offensive linemen in the last three games, and it is massively affecting them. They have literally no running game right now, and I just think their offense is a little overrated. They, they're just not moving the ball. I mean, if you take away that QB sneak fumble, week for 99 yards scoop and score they scored 17 offensive points i know it's the ravens they're a good defense but so are the bills um uh you know i I just don't see i don't see the bengals keeping it that close but uh brian what do you think i mean this is the uh, the wrong team is favored this is oh lord (laughs) this is this is the absolute disappointment game america the world maybe is rooting for the Bills in this game. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be quite a scene. 
We're going to have Hamlin on the sideline, is from what I've been told. He's going to be at least at the game, maybe in a suite. Crowd's going to be wild. I mean, it is going to be a spectacle. And these are the games that disappoint us the most in life. And I think the Bengals were on their way to beating the Bills in, on that Monday night game. And I think they're going to do it here on Sunday. Is it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. So I've got I've got the Bengals straight up. So, uh, and let me just let me just let me just address this offensive line thing that you you just you. mentioned. Last year, with a healthy offensive line, they were by far one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. I mean, they were terrible. Joey B was getting just killed every single game, and they were in the Super Bowl. So losing three offensive linemen. He must not even play with them because he can still do it. And yes. <laughs> so why did they only have 230 yards of offense last week then? That's what the game called for, Steven. They're playing the Ravens. <laughs> okay, that's a third. Okay, this is gonna be this is gonna be a sort of a different this is gonna be a different game. And let's just be honest, Josh Allen has been pretty careless with the ball the last few weeks. I mean, three inter- three turnovers last week. If you look back, I mean, he hasn't been the same quarterback as he had the first half of the year. And so I think this, I think the Bills are ripe for the upset. Okay. Um, you know, I can't really disagree because the Bills aren't as dominant as I thought they would be. And if, and if uh, Josh Allen makes three turnovers this game, you know, it, it's going to be rough. He can get over it against Skylar Thompson last week, but I just don't know if he can get over that. He makes some dumb ass. Decisions. I don't understand where it's from. Yeah. He's a gunslinger, um, but you know, I just think the injuries are going to catch up to the Bengals. They, they, we can admit this based on the Bills' run defense and how the Bengals are running the ball right now. They're just not going to run the ball. They're going to have like twelve carries for thirty-eight yards, and it's going to have to be all on Joey B. Can he do it? No. Um, I just don't see it because I just think the Bills defensively or offensively are too explosive to keep up with. I will say this, the Bengals are one of the best halftime adjustment teams, especially their defense. I mean, there was a stat where they just barely give up any points in the second half. So I will say the Bills have to play clean, I, but there's just too many injuries. And by the way, Brian, Trey Flowers is hurt for the Cincinnati Bengals. There's That's another, there's do. another, there's another reason why the Bengals are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I just had to point that out. So, and they're already down a Wuzier uh, corner. So the corners are hurt. Three down offensive linemen. But Brian says back Joey B. It doesn't matter. Just throw some barnyard people out there, animals, people, scrubs. It don't matter. Joey B. Is giving you the ball, and they're gonna win in Buffalo. By the way, in an emotional stadium. Yeah. Joey B. Is gonna light up that cigar after the game. Okay, Ryan. Whose side are you on? This is hard to follow. I don't want to give away too much. Uh, the Bengals injuries scare me, but Josh Allen and his turnovers scare me maybe even more potentially. I don't know if I'm leaning the Bengals, but I wish they were healthy. I wish it was a healthy team versus a healthy team and so see where we can go because both these quarterbacks, this environment, it could be something special, but hopefully it's not a big old letdown. I don't, I don't want that, especially since this is going to be our live stream game. So I'm wanting a good sure. game. That's the thing I'm probably rooting for the most is a good, close, competitive game that's fun and entertaining. Yeah, okay, that's cute. And uh, let's so listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. And let's just talk about the other sort of juju here, and that is 
the fact that they already started selling tickets in Atlanta for the Kansas City Buffalo game. It, it wasn't a good look. I'm not going to no, lie. Not a it wasn't look. a good look and at all. Anytime that happens, you know, you know. Yeah. I listened, a... to an, I listened to an analyst that, that bet the bills and they said uh, that they already have their airline. Like it's that they already know it's bills chiefs. They're going like, it's, yeah. it's not happening. No, it's not. The bills seem to find a way to keep it close. So um, I'm not on the bills minus five, but yeah, we'll talk about that when we go live, but you know, Josh Allen can't can't turn the ball over. These running games are going to be non-existent. Uh, Brian, if you had to lean one side or the other in regards to the total, 48 and a half, you think that's about right, or you think it's a high-scoring game? Yeah, I think it. Pro- I think it's probably going to be maybe a little. I'd probably lean the under on that. Um, I think while we expect a high-scoring game, I just with all the things that we've mentioned with injuries and and Josh Allen's carelessness i think it is probably going to be an under okay all right ryan what about you over under you're not you don't want to give it away do you i don't want to give anything away i kind of want to hold myself back once i get talking and going something will slip so just trying to be careful (laughs) all right well uh so brian we know it but announce what is your best bet for this game give me the Bengals and the money line not even the points he just wants the money line what's that like plus 200 right 200 baby all right that is the Bengals and bills remember we will be on about 30 45 minutes before kickoff and we will be giving out best bets and a lot of you tiktok people will probably be wanting an nba bet at that point too so maybe i'll sneak in an nba bet um we will be giving out some best bets and we hit huge last time this live ryan hit some big bets including first touchdown anytime touchdown i hit the over it was huge so be there if you can uh last game Two storied franchises, the Cowboys at the 49ers. Two teams I don't like. Minus three and a half for the Niners. Over-under is 46 points. Um, 49ers knocked the Cowboys out last year in the playoffs. I think it was the game where Dak was trying to run up and spike the ball, and he ran out of time. Is that right? If you guys remember right. And he was pissed that the clock ran out or something. Yeah. So uh, he's he's had a lot of time to think about it. Now he goes back to San Fran. Teams looked good last week. The Niners were much better in the second half against the Seahawks. But uh, uh, this is another another situation where I just think the Cowboys are being overrated because they played a bad last week. But uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, Ryan, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. Uh, the Niners can put up some points. Their offense has absolutely been rolling. Uh, the Cowboys, if they want to stay in the game and play with these Niners teams with the Niners team. They got to score points. Dak showed he can do it against the Buccaneers. No, they're not as great as a defense, but let's be honest. The Niners didn't play super great defense against the Seahawks in the first half after halftime. They shut us down and make us look terrible, but I think the Cowboys offense is better than uh, the Seahawks. So uh, looking to see that as long as, you know, Dak doesn't get disturbed by the pressure that the 49ers can bring and just the, the pressure of the game. Um, I'm looking for a competitive, high-scoring game. And, you know, this could be one of the the good games this weekend or one of the better ones, I'm thinking, this weekend just for entertainment, uh, excitement, all those things. So, good freaking game we got here. It won't be. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was great, everything you said. But the 49ers are going to run just all over this Cowboys team. They don't have a good run defense. 
And I just don't think this D-line, who can get pressure on quarterbacks, but they can't stop the run very well, I just think Shanahan in this running game is just going to be way too much for this Cowboys team. Uh, Brian, what do you think about this game? I mean, we got to talk about the obvious thing, and that is the Cowboys are literally going to have to go for it in every field goal opportunity they have, and they're going to have to go for two. I mean, you don't just <laughs> miss – you don't miss four extra points and come back normal the next week. I mean, this dude is toast and that's going to cost them. And I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities where they could have kicked a field goal and they don't. And I think the Niners are going to take advantage of that. Um, you know, we talked earlier about coaching schemes. Well, we've got Mr. Irrelevant who is literally playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. And I looked back and Brock Purdy is 11 and four in his career against teams from Texas. So I think the Niners, I, th I don't even think this game's going to be close. I think the Cowboys team that we are going to see is more like the ones that lost to the commanders a couple weeks ago. And you're right. They, they look all shiny because they beat a really horrible Buccaneers team. But I, I just don't see this game being close. Not even close. Like maybe they pull away at the very end, the Niners do, or it's just not even close the whole game. I mean, then I think maybe, maybe it's close at the half perhaps, but the Niners are going to start cooking. I mean, it is, they are a machine and they have one of the best offensive minds as their head coach. They have one of the, the opposite, opposite of that. On the Cowboys, yeah, correct. So, uh, <laughs> not to mention the mental issues that that special team is going to have. I just, I just don't see it. Wow. Okay, oh. you're gonna, yeah, he's gonna have a best bet for you. But uh, no, I agree with you. I don't think the Niners played that well against us, and I think they still put up 41. Like it just didn't seem like they played that well. But um, yeah. I just think it's a bad matchup. Uh, the Cowboys are going to be who the Cowboys always are when they play a good team in the playoffs. Dak is going to shrivel up because he's going to get too much pressure on him, and it's just not going to go well. I mean, Dak Prescott against a number one defense, that's not what you want. It's not going to happen. Um, I don't know. Now, if you look ahead line, I think the look ahead line are like five or six of this game. It's only three and a half because the Cowboys were on prime time on Monday and beat Brady easily. So now everybody thinks the Cowboys are the, are the poo, and now the line's all the way down to three and a half. It is way too low. I think it should be five or six. Um, these two teams are just are not the same. It's not a good matchup, like I said. If you, if you want to beat the Niners, you have to be able to stop the run and make Brock Purdy beat you. And I'm not saying he can't, but you have to make him prove, like, hey, can you beat me with your arm and without McCaffrey running for 120 yards? And uh, the Cowboys are not the team to do that, in my opinion. So I agree another with thing, you. Go ahead. I, another thing I want to throw in there, the, the Niners played on Saturday, Saturday afternoon, morning-ish game. And the Cowboys played late night Monday. Like they didn't get to bed early. All of Tuesday's wasted. I mean, that just puts the Cowboys way behind the eight ball in this game. Like that is that is terrible for the Cowboys. So that's why Who did I the think the scheduling. By yeah, the that way, that is dumb. One team gets what eight days rest. The other gets six. Yeah. 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 Terrible. That's, that's why true. I think the Cowboys got to kind of like Brian was saying. You kind of got to go for it. You you got not 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 nothing to lose, but. You gotta take some risk, gotta take some gambles, because you're you're gonna be playing a smoking hot offense. And let's face it, the 49ers were scouting the Cowboys and the Bucks for a couple weeks now. 
The Seahawks was more like just a scrimmage. They weren't really worried about us. So they were, the whole week leading up, like, what's your game plan? Uh, here's what we're going to do against the Cowboys. Here's what we're going to do against the Bucks. Like, they didn't care about us. So it, it is bizarre. One team has much more rest in the playoffs. It, it doesn't make sense to me. But um, I think the Niners are too much, man. I, I think the, this is the most complete team in the NFL right now, in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, uh, I hate to say it. But uh, Ryan, you got a best bet for this game or what? Absolutely, I do. I'm going the over 46 at minus 110 in this game. I mean, we've talked about it. 49ers offense is rolling. Uh, last eight games, they've scored 41, 38, 37, 37, 21, 35, and 33. I mean, that's just putting up points. So Cowboys need to score, what, 20? And I'm looking pretty. Uh, that one's to me, is an easy one. Cowboys offense has been rolling pretty good, too. Put up one clunker against the Commanders. Other than that, they score a lot of points. Yes, I know it's a better 49ers defense, but I don't know. 49ers defense, teams have to try and score more so you can just get more points because you're forced to score more points. I think that hurts the Niners defense, at least point total wise. As far as the point differential, no, they're they're, they're dominating. So I'm going over 46 at minus 110. Lock it in. I like the bet. And before I kick it to you, Brian, real quick, back to the kicker thing. Don't you think when you score your first touchdown, you want him to be out there just to make sure, you know, you got his confidence up or, you know, if you need a field goal late in the game, or are you just like straight, let's, we're going for two every time. Don't even put the pads on. Wow. <laughs> you need a 40 yarder so, to win it and he has no confidence type of thing. No, Ooh. that's two people that don't even need to suit up. It's the chief's punter and the Cowboys <laughs> kicker. That's it. Two people shouldn't even, don't worry about anything. Um, okay, that's interesting. Uh, Brian, what do you got this game? I know the, the line is what? Niners laying three and a half. Give yep. me the alternative line. I'll take the Niners minus seven. What is that? Love Plus it. 154. I mean, Love I love it. Probably going to be higher than that, but I just, again, don't see it. I mean, what are the chances they land in between four and six? You know, you, never, you might as well take the seven. So you get a push well take seven. seven. Probably like get more like a 10, but. Shoot, you'll probably bet that and parlay it with like Bengals minus 10. Is there, is there a prop for most uh, uh, two point or fourth downs gone for? Is there a, one of those bets? Or <laughs> two, two point. <laughs> They're going to be like two for five or something. Yeah, I mean, that is awesome. Um, I will say, which something we didn't talk about real quick before I give out my best bet is the cow. The 49ers are top three run defense in this league, and this is what's going to make it hard. Is does anybody here believe in Dak Prescott to win you a game if Zeke and Pollard are not able to run the ball? Because this they're not going to run all over San Fran. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. So Dak has to win it, and he has never proven to be the guy that can win it. And uh, that's just my, I don't believe in Dak at all. I think Dak needs a perfect offensive line and perfect game for him to be a legit quarterback. Am I crazy for that? Are you guys Dak lovers? No, no. I liked Dak at the beginning, but I feel like there's some flaws. So I'm, I'm on board. Brian, well, we've Brian got, we've got some uh, offensive line injuries, right? Uh, for the we Cowboys. Do. Yep. Yep. I don't know how many guys they're missing exactly or who's going to be out, but uh, yeah, that's not going to help against this team. Mr. Bosa, the the happier Bosa, not the one that throws temper tantrums on the sideline. Yeah. Or um, uh, has great things to say about the refs in the locker room. Dude. 
Oh man. Okay, well, first was... of all, the whole Bosa family is crazy. So this I one thought, could blow up too. Yeah. yeah. Is, is there a third Bosa? There is, I think. Or is there a third Watt? Maybe I'm getting those two oh, families. There's definitely Watt. three Watts, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way, it sucks to be Derek Watt. I don't even think people know he's in the league. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's good. It's fine. Now, I'm not saying he's not good, but he's not JJ and TJ good. Oh, it's like being a Cooper Manning. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> oh, that is correct. Okay, my best bet for this game. Ryan touched on it. He's just making it more complicated than it needs to be. He went over 46. I'm going 49ers team total over 24. Why would I want to count on the Cowboys to score against this team when I can just count on the on the 49ers to score more than 24 and I take home the win? He already mentioned it. I have it right here, Ryan. He listed the exact same <laughs> games I did. 41, 38, 37, 37. This team is absolutely rolling right now. All they have to do is score 25 against the Cowboys to win. That's at minus 120. You might see some lines at 24 and a half at like minus 110. You can take that too, but now I have the push at least if it gets to 24. I think they score 30 plus. And I don't think it'll be that hard for them. So lock that bet in. The better roster, the absolute much better coach. And just they're just gonna put a beat down on Jerry Jones. And we're all gonna talk about Dak Prescott and if he's gonna be the quarterback of the Cowboys again for the future. So that's my best bet. Whew. Is there, Take- is there a uh, over under and how many times they're gonna show Jerry in the uh, owner's box with oh a Oh my gosh. That's that's probably going to be around four, I think. Yeah, I mean, that one is one early, of the greatest things. About- <laughs> one early and three late, yep. Yeah, Dude, it is brutal. It is brutal, and I can't I, – I think I'm probably rooting for the 49ers, even though they're a division rival, but I hate the Cowboys. I just love watching them lose. Um, and then when you watch them lose, you can go turn on Skip Bayless the next day and uh, yeah. and watch him, yeah. And Talk you can watch uh, Stephen A. <laughs> Those, are <laughs> yeah. Those are funny. Those are funny. He, I think he does 60-second videos where he just laughs at the camera. Yeah, those <laughs> are great. Those are pretty good. All right. Whew, we gave you a lot, so we are going to recap these best bets. Let's pull that sucker up. Look at these. Ryan's got two for you. Over 46, Cowboys and 49ers at minus 110. Giants plus 7.5 at minus 110. And he will probably have more in the live game on the Bills and the Bengals. And then I got the two-team six-point teaser. You follow me there? Chiefs minus two and a half. Eagles minus one and a half. Put that together for minus 120. Eagles double result. They have to be ahead at halftime and full game. They cannot be tied at halftime. That is plus 145 because the Giants are overrated. Uh, 49ers team total over 24 at minus 120. They will get to that easily. And then Mr. Brian comes in hot on the podcast. Four bets, three of them plus money. We start with the Bengals money line, and he just crushes the dreams of all Buffalo fans with Demar Hamlin in the stadium, Bengals to beat him, and then Boston Scott anytime touchdown. He is going to be the only one betting that this weekend, plus three six. And then we uh, got the- <laughs> no, you don't have a name like the Giant Killer and not score a touchdown. So I'm just true, saying. true, true. Um, his name is a city, by the way, which is bizarre. Uh, Chiefs minus eight and a half, minus 110. He, he looks uh, a little blowout over the Jags this weekend. And then 49ers minus seven. We know that's not the actual line. That is the alternate line at minus seven. You get plus 154. And there we go. We have five, six, seven, eight, nine bets for you. 
season record. You can see 93 and 82. And last week, 8 and 5 plus 3.8 units. It's been a good first year on the podcast. It's been a ton of fun. Um, I'm going to have to get some side bets going with Brian because we I just don't even understand where he's coming from with some of these, like the yeah, Bengals. I'm, Lions, I'm disappointed. Uh, There's no pie-in-the-face bet or anything like that. I like, mean, we're going to be I doing mean, that take, Friday from the last one, but I want another one. <laughs> I'll take Eagles minus seven. I need I need the hook back to seven. You want Giants plus seven? What do you most what is your most confident bet, Brian, this weekend? Mine? Yeah. Are you want you like Bengals the most? Is it the Giants? What what are you going with? Uh I think the my most confident bet is the Niners minus seven. Damn. See, that's the only game <laughs> yeah, we agree on. Agree the best with that one. <laughs> nah, we'll figure it out. Ryan, you like the Giants though. I do. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense either. But uh, and by the way, anybody who does follow this every week, for you to bash the Giants all year and then go Giants plus seven and have a chance to win against the Eagles, it's it's just it. the Not credibility the- that you have right now. It's just my. Hey, I didn't jump off the bandwagon of the Vikings early enough. This time I know I got to get off when when it's time. Good for Getting you, off. stubborn Vikings fan. Good for you. Anyways, that is our preview and best bets. Thank you, everybody, for watching and uh, subscribing and following along. This has been a great first season. We only have a couple weeks left of football, and then it's only NBA for a while, maybe some baseball. We'll see. Um, And then, uh, yeah, we'll get into it. If I do some baseball, though, you better believe Brian's coming back because Brian over there does not do baseball, and Brian is Mr. Baseball. So uh, we might have to get him back on. He might not do the, the betting part. We'll talk Mariners at least every day if we need to. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, thanks again, everybody. And uh, we're going to do player props video coming out Friday, I believe. Uh, stay tuned for that. We've been hot on those. And then uh, let's enjoy some football this weekend. All right. Take care.